Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 194 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. In baseball, Bruce Sutter set the National League record in 1982 with his 194th save. In cricket, Syed Anwar scored 194 runs for Pakistan against India at Chennai in 1997, a record individual score in a one-day international at the time. In the questions, we talk about being under attack, how much you should pump yourself up in a game, dealing with the yips, and improving your fifth ball attack. I'm Jeff Plum. And as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey. Good morning, Ping Skillers. And uh, looking forward to a good show because today is Friday. Yes. Yes, we all love Fridays. And the biggest reason I think most people love Fridays, Alois, is for Friday funnies. They're just loving it. Oh, I forgot about that. You forgot about it? How could you forget about it? I thought that's why you are excited. I've got a good one today, Alois. I'm sure you have. Sure uh, you, have. you ready for it? Uh, look at me. All ready? right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting table tennis player. Interrupting table tennis player. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. It's good, isn't it? You like it. I knew oh. you would. <laughs> Jeffrey. Yes. Uh, I'm almost laughing. <laughs> you did laugh a little bit. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, Alois. Well, um, what have you got for us on this day in history? Okay, on this day in history, 1880. 1880, Sir Ralph Freeman. Any idea? Horse trainer? No, no. That was there was another Freeman. Sir Ralph Freeman was the man who designed the Sydney Opera House, a famous landmark in Australia. And I think something that most people, when they think of Australia, think of the Sydney Opera House. Wow, that is interesting. So we've got funny and interesting. This show is just getting better and better, Alois. <laughs> yeah, let's not get carried away. <laughs> All right. Now, yesterday's Pink Sealer's question of the day was, what is your favourite table tennis photo? Now, what happened here, Alois? Uh, yeah, totally underwhelming. But uh, we did get um, a comment from uh, uh, Igor who put a picture of Jake balestrino up and uh jake retaliated with a picture of igor and then we also had a picture of uh michael turner up there so uh, yeah a little bit of a war between those three guys but um but come on guys like I, w- I want some really good pictures someone out there has got to have some good table tennis pictures get them on there absolutely there are some really good pictures out there that i've seen because because looking at jake balestrino you know like just doesn't do it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on today to today's Ping Skillers question, which is for premium members, what is the best part of the premium membership? And for free members, what would entice you to sign up for the premium membership? 
So as always, go to our Facebook page and leave your comment or go to the blog at pingskills.com and let us know. So yeah, premium members, what's the best part of the premium membership? And free members, what would entice you to become a premium member? All right. Now, Alois, let's get into the questions. It's a good show today. I can feel there's a lot of good questions. So first up, let's talk about this question from Ilya, who says, when playing drills, I feel comfortable playing defense in the open game and I can block and counterattack. But in matches, I feel extremely anxious being under attack and can only block at best. How to deal with this? Ah, uh, yes. Um, so this is this is just the anxiety thing, isn't it? And the and the um, trying to remain um, as relaxed as you can by just focusing on the ball, tracking the ball, um, and keeping keeping your eyes on the ball. So in the in the training situation, we can be a little bit more relaxed because you know in the back of our mind, um, winning and losing the point doesn't really matter too much. Um, once we get into a game situation, then the anxiety increases a little bit. What happens when our anxiety increases? This tightens up, this tightens up, this tightens up, and these tighten up as well. So um, by by that happening, we then aren't tracking the ball as well and we aren't reacting or moving as, as well either. So that leaves you less time to make um, any countering type of balls. All you're left with is time to do this and this and block that ball back. So... The key is all about um, your anxiety level, um, just trying to stay as calm as you can in that situation um, in the game. Now, how do, we, how do we get to that situation? It is firstly back on the training track. What you need to be doing is practice that drill a lot. So you need to develop the confidence in yourself, in your ability to be able to block and react and counter those balls. Um, and the only way you're going to get that real confidence in your head is by doing it and doing it and doing it. So in the training situation, what you want to be doing is practicing your blocking. Um, now, if you're practicing with a training partner, you know, half the time we're doing a drill ourselves. So it's my turn to do my footwork. And usually players really start to focus well and and, and do your footwork well. And now it's my time to do my blocking. All right. And some players sort of set, settle back and just th- uh, use that blocking period as a rest period. Uh-uh. Really important that you utilize that blocking period as well to practice your blocking, to pra- practice your tracking of the ball and practice the stroke. By doing that, you're starting to develop confidence in your blocking ability. The next thing is to um, expand that to the level where you don't know where the ball's coming and uh, your partner's uh, top spinning at you, and now you need to be able to react and play that blocking uh, blocking action or the countering action. You know, we, we talk about this a lot, but I mean, just everything comes back to what you're doing in on the training track. In your practice sessions, you need to utilize that blocking time. You need to practice your blocking more, um, and that's the only way to really develop confidence in that and to then in the match situation to be able to remain relaxed and just uh, react and do your strokes. 
Yeah, excellent advice. It's it's really an interesting question, isn't it? Because most people figure, oh, if I can do it in training, I can do it in the match. And logically, that has to be true. So like you mentioned, the only difference can be that you're, you know, not reacting as well in a match as you are in your training. And often that is, like you said, because you're becoming tense because you're anxious about the results. So yeah, very interesting topic. And related to this next question, also from Ilya Alloys, who says, some people say that during a match, it is crucial to pump yourself up with positive thoughts, even when things go really downhill. Do you think that it's possible to overdo it so it becomes detrimental? Yep, certainly is. So, you know, we, um, if, you, if you take a look at our um, sports psychology section, you'll see that there are, uh, or there, there, there are optimum levels of um, how much you pump yourself up. So if you're, if you're asleep, if you're waking up and you're, you know, really lethargic, you're not going to play that well. So that's going to be here. But as you pump yourself up or you get a little bit more um, um, aroused or, or motivated, then your level also increases. But if you start to get over pumped up, then your um, performance starts to decrease. Okay, so there is a, an optimum level of how much you pump yourself up. Uh, if it, for, for you, Ilya, the important part is to find what, what that level is that you uh, perform at your best. Is it by being a little bit more pumped up or by being a little bit more relaxed? Um, and that's experimentation in different matches and just seeing and remembering when you've played well, what was your um, anxiety level? What was your, how much were you pumped up uh, for that match? So, um, yeah, so definitely there is the the ability to be too pumped up, too positive, too yes, come on. Um, yeah, you got you need to find that balance to to play yeah. your best. And in those sports psychology lessons, Alice, we also talk about how in training often you're not anxious because you're not really worried about the result, and in matches you are often anxious. So the the different you know pump how much you're pumped up in those two environments are totally different. And to really improve, it's a good idea to try and in training, get yourself more pumped up and maybe in matches, get yourself less pumped up so that you're making the training and the matches kind of at the same, you know, emotional pumped up level. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's really important. You know, like um, with a lot of, with a lot of the training groups and sessions that we do, um, we we try to focus a lot on that um, because it's so easy in the training environment to just be down here, you know, like um, I'm training. It's only it's only practice, and then in the match situation, it's oh my goodness, I've, I'm I'm in a match and and this is really really important, and and it's almost two different sports when you're doing that, you know, like one you're completely relaxed and the other one you're you're like this, so you're utilizing two different bodies um, to make the same stroke, so. Yeah, the closer you can get that, the better it is for your um, for your uh, improvement and performance in the match situation, particularly. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes to the sports psychology section of the Ping Skills courses. Check them out. Very helpful indeed. And great questions, Ilya. Um, people are going to be talking about those types of questions forever. 
Um, and we love talking about them too. But now we're going to move on to a question from Abhinav, who said, I have had trouble in receiving long tomahawk serves from right-hand players into my body, me being a lefty. If it's right into my body and a bit fast as well, I'm able, I'm unable to do the pivot footwork and do a forehand topspin. So what can I do? Abhinav, a bit closer. I hate this serve too. Do not tell Jeffrey. Um, so that serve that from the right-hander, and I'm being, and I'm a left-hander, that ball coming into here um, can be an awkward ball because of one, because of the side spin, and two, because of the placement of it. Um, um, for me, I find that the side spin is the thing that um, is difficult to adjust to, and getting your wrist back for that will help a lot. So that ball coming in here, you need your wrist back to counter the side spin um, on on the ball um, it, so that you're getting a, a nice, clean contact on it. I find that when that ball's spinning in there and I get that contact, I don't quite get a, um, a good enough contact on the ball to um, to get that ball back. So you might think that because the ball's spinning there, you want to... Um, have that bat at that angle. Yes, you do. But uh, as long as you're getting a good con. Uh, the second and probably the more important part for you, Abhinav, is you're, you're worried more about the placement of that ball. So the key here is your stance. So if you are upright, then that middle ball becomes really awkward because you have to almost lean to get there or you've got to make um, significant movement with your legs to to get out of your own way, but if you're in a nice wide stance, okay. Oh, I'm going to get up. So if you're in a nice wide stance and that ball comes there, you can lean. So now you're just leaning to the side a little bit. You're still nice and balanced, and you can make that ball there, or you can sway the other way and make that ball with your backhand. So so for you, Abhinav, the stance is the really important part of. Um, of that uh, picture and, and receiving that type of ball. Yeah, good advice, Alois. Yeah, and it is always difficult having that ball swinging like away from your backhand or into your forehand. So you just have to get used to it as well. So see if you can get someone who can do that serve for you over and over and over and just practice it more and more. The more times you've um, returned that type of serve, the better you're going to get at it. So, yeah, grab a training partner, get out there, just get them doing that serve to you like 100 times, 200 times. Keep getting better at it. Good luck with that, Abhinav. All right, now Ilya Alois has jumped on and said, oops, I should have phrased it differently. By being pumped up, I meant lots of self-talk, like I can do it, I have everything I need and so on, and avoiding negative thoughts at all. Do you think it is helpful? Honestly, I do not. Yeah. Um, similarly, I think, you know, with the, with the being pumped up or that, that positive talk all the time, you, you're going up and down. So if, you, if you're always talking positively, I mean, what's the, there, there isn't really that self-belief that that's what's happening. So, you know, by saying, come on, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. Who are you trying to convince? You know, um, you're trying to convince yourself. I mean, deep down, you know your abilities. So it's more about just having that real self 
belief. And that, as we talked about, that only comes with your training and um, seeing yourself succeed in training at being able to play those balls well and then being able to then translate that into the match situation by by having that um, similar type of um, um, anxiety level or, or motivation. Yeah, it's a really interesting question, isn't it? Because I guess positive thoughts like, yes, I can do it, are better than negative ones like, no, I can't do it, even if you are trying to convince yourself. But like you said, the real benefit is from just, you know, that self-belief so you don't even need to remind yourself. You just believe anyway. I heard an interesting podcast the other day on free throws in basketball and there's some guy that is not even that great a basketball player but has the world record for the number of free throws shot in a row and it was some ridiculous uh, thing like he shot for seven hours straight, Alois, and did not miss a free throw. Whoa, um, really? Yeah, you should look up. I have to find out what the exact record is, but it's it's in the thousands, this guy, (laughs) free throws in a row. And anyway, I'm not sure if it's that guy or another guy is like a guru for free throw teaching in the NBA. And he said he prefers you not to be thinking about anything at all because you should be just thinking about the motions and even positive thoughts can get in the way of that. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think that's that's a really really good point. You know, what once once you start to drag your thoughts away from um, what you what you're trying to do or the tactics or the process or whatever it is, yeah, then then yeah, your your mind is being occupied by things that you don't really need to, even if it is positive thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have to uh, I'll have to have a listen to that one, uh, Jeff. Okay, yes, I'll dig it up and put a link in the show notes for everyone. Um, oh, and Ilya in the last question also did say, Alice, what is your most memorable comeback? Um, I don't know. Maybe against that guy, that Italian guy. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, everybody, I'll put a link into it. Alice was down and out. I just came didn't back. need to mention it, didn't I? Beat I mean. the Italian guy. That was awesome, man. Everyone love it. So, yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes to that too. Excellent. Oh, dear. <laughs> Baited me then, Jeffrey. I'm sure you baited me. <laughs> that is funny. All right. Um, now, here is a question from Vineeth who says, I am unable to attack balls after the first drive. Please help me. Yeah, this is a common one. Um, so we, we do focus a lot on, you know, um, the service and the third ball. Um and I find that, that the, the ball after that can be quite awkward for players. And what usually happens is what we call the fifth ball often goes off the end of the table. And, and there's, there's a simple reason for this. So what it is, after you serve and they push the ball back usually, you need to lift that ball with a bit more topspin. So it's a, a topspin off backspin type ball. Then your opponent blocks the ball back and it's hard to make that subtle adjustment between that lifting action that you've just done and coming forward off the block ball so that it doesn't go off. And I find everyone, when they first start to do this drill, will serve, lift the first one, lift the second one, and it goes off the end of the table. So be really, really mindful of that. Be really mindful of making sure that 
on that fifth ball that you are coming forward a little bit more, still generating topspin on the ball to make the ball dip, but you do need to come more forward on that fifth ball um, so the ball doesn't go off the end of the table. In practice, um, you could almost try to hit that fifth ball into the net. So by trying to hit that ball, uh, fifth ball into the net and actually try to hit it in the net, don't sort of say, oh, well, I'm actually try to hit the ball into the into the net on that fifth ball and you'll um, you'll see the results. Yeah, good advice during training. Um, yeah, two totally different spins coming at you. Yeah, just a matter of practice. So, um, yeah, try out that tip, uh, Vineet, and let us know if your fifth ball becomes better. And we do have a um, – we've got a premium um, lesson on the uh, forehand follow-up. So um, we'll put a link to that. Awesome, yes. So, yeah, um, if you do want to get better, consider the Ping Skills Premium Membership. A lot of great information in there. So a lot of great Ask the Coach, Ask the Coach video responses that are for premium members, plus all of our courses on serving secrets, receiving secrets, match strategy, training secrets, our 52-week training plan. It's really good. So jump onto pingskills.com and check out the Premium Membership. All right, last question is from Robin, who says, I was wondering if you have ever encountered a table tennis player suffering from the yips. I believe it is affecting me, and it's obviously quite upsetting to lose a skill you once had in the blink of an eye. Do you have any relevant advice? Ah, yes, definitely, Robin. So firstly, you do not lose the skill in the blink of an eye. So the skill is still there. Um, and that's really, really important to understand because physically you can't lose a skill that quickly unless your arm drops off or something, you know. So if your arm drops off, then, yep, you're going to be in trouble and um, and you're not going to be able to perform that skill. But barring that, your skill isn't changing. So, you know, yesterday I was able to make my forehand topspin against backspin. Today, they're all going into the net. They're all going off the end of the table. Your skill hasn't changed. What's changed? This thing up here. Okay. Um, again, we've talked a little bit about it in this show. It's about making sure that you're staying relaxed, allowing your body to execute the stroke that it knows how to do. The yips, all the yips is, is this thing getting in the way of your body and and stopping you from doing it. So you'll the, the thing that you'll feel is that you'll feel a little catch somewhere. Um, if you close your eyes, if you close your eyes and make that swing, you'll you can start to feel how smooth and easy that stroke can be. Um, there's no there's no little catches in the shoulder or the elbow or the wrist. So then it's comparing that to what you're feeling when you've got the the yips. So the yips, you'll find that sometimes there'll be there'll be a little bit of tension here or a little bit more tension here or a little bit more tension in your legs, whatever it is, um, that is what the yips is. That's all the yips is, you know, like I've, I hear people talking about, I was listening to a golf show um, oh, about a month ago as well and now they were talking about the yips and they were talking about it like it was some some phenomenon. It's not. It's All it is is just your mind, okay, trying to control what's happening. 
just allow your body to play. Just your, your stroke, your ability hasn't changed. It cannot change that quickly. So trust it. Allow yourself to make mistakes. If you make a mistake, fine. Just play the next one, play the next one, play the next one. And the, the less you worry about it, the quicker you'll start to relax and allow your body to just play the stroke the way that it knows how to. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, Alois, this has been a terrific show. I think um, it'll be really beneficial for people. Plus, we've had great humor at the start with Friday Funnies. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> well, absolutely. Friday Funnies. Who could go past it? Hopefully, hopefully, and you are listening to the show right now that you actually got through that Friday's Funnies and you, you listened to the rest of us. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we may, we may, there may have been a few casualties along the way <laughs> I don't think so alright thank you everyone for your questions um, have a great weekend at table tennis uh, hopefully you get lots of uh, time to play and oh Alois I think it's Friday here but Thursday it must be Thanksgiving in America so happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the US of A indeed happy Thanksgiving All right. And thank you, Alois. Thanks, Jeffrey. See you on Monday. Have a great, great weekend.